It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. I happen to be very good at uh, mechanical things, Kate, usually, and unfortunately, we had um, begun, began, begun, began, begin, begin, we began the begin, and unfortunately, uh, the card was full, so uh, Putin was full, and no, Putin did it, WikiLeaks (laughs) Um, White Julian scary Assange. Yeah, did yeah, yeah. Scary. Julian Assange because he doesn't want lesbians talking to each other. Really? Ever? Is that true? It's so true. It's so. It's sad. It's mm. scary. Wow, so I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So true. That's great. Where are you, Julian He's Assange? Julian Assange. Where are you? He's in a hotel. He's in a hotel. I think so. Hotel. Hotel. So, Kate, we began by talking about the fact that you grew up in a very conservative Catholic family. Correct. Um, The middle child, Mm -hmm. the real middle child Mm -hmm. of five kids. So you're, you know, some people say I'm the middle child, but there's, you know, six kids. Mm -hmm. So you're not really the middle child. There's two middle children. Exactly. You are middle child of five, two elder siblings and two. Well, that's uh, at older. some point. Also, I was the youngest child, and then how long were you the youngest child? Because I'm the youngest child. I was the youngest child for two years. How was that for you? <laughs> it was. It was uh, good. Because was, Elisa, how anybody look, is anyone paying it? The soccer game. The is soccer on. game is on. No so one is paying Millie, attention. Millie is here. And Millie's start. a huge fan of yours, but she's enjoying the soccer. She's also a <laughs> lesbian before she's a she fan of yours. Can't blame her. <laughs> so okay, um, we're gonna try. So Let's you're the middle child, yeah. um, and we talked about the fact that you know during the time when you realized because you were born in 1947, mm-hmm. you look. You look 67. I, I'm no, 1967. I, no, you look like you were born in 1967. I'm 68, but with the wind chill factor, mm-hmm. it feels like 59. <laughs> 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 you get a million of them. Yeah, yeah. So you um, didn't, because I was saying, you know, I had, I knew I was a lesbo. I knew something was different and that I liked my friends more than. And as you said, you mm-hmm. told your father you like your friends a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but you didn't have the language. Like, I knew the word lesbian. Um, I mean, there was sissy, there were other things. But 
lesbian, you know, the gym teacher, we'd call her a lesbi. Mm-hmm. No, we didn't have any of that. We didn't have gym. <laughs> you didn't have gym? No, I'm Title IX. That's why. Oh, that's right. Yes. I'm, I'm the last generation without knee replacements because I didn't play sports. Cause and you know, I have a total knee replacement. I did. I was just trying to like make some connection with you in a way that supports that you had to have it. And, and you know what? I appreciate that. And I felt it and I felt you trying to connect. I did. I yeah. mean, I felt it worked for Thank a little you. bit. So it's about the people, Judy. Yes. So you're in a Catholic, Catholic family. Correct. Very Catholic. Very family. Catholic. Um, my, my mom went to mass every morning. Every every day. Every day. Mm-hmm. And then during Lent, we all said the rosary together after dinner, kneeling down at our chairs. That was some of my early comedy work right there. Because um, I would try to get my brothers to laugh. Right. And get in trouble. Is that, wow. Um, wow. Is that something... What, why do you think they were so religious, your parents? They came from that. My mother was a true believer, but it was the Catholic Church where you visited the sick, you you took care of people. Right, that right. Not, they didn't worry about gay people and you know, right, whatever. right, right. It was they were true yeah. Catholics. Yeah, they were true Catholics. Because as you know, because you know everything, mm-hmm. um, the Catholic Church has been quite accepting of the gays. The Catholic people, congregants, yes, yeah, yeah, not the the gay guys that run it, right? Seem. Please, right. I hope you don't find this out about us. And they did. And wow, it was lots of really bad. I never knew that that yeah, the priests and mm-hmm. really, yeah, we've lost um, a lot. Your father was a computer, like pre-computer computer person. Yeah, your mother was in, a teacher, mm-hmm. and she retired. Left, left the teaching yeah. to have a kid, and you you mentioned that she was she had five kids but wanted ten. Mm-hmm. Then I did a joke about was her maiden name Duggar, right? And you laughed. I did. And now you're not going to laugh because you're so mad that you had to go out. This is a total kill me now podcast. No, that our card is fucking full. And Kate and Milagros Diaz, mm-hmm. who was My coming, yes, your assistant who was coming in her pants. Cause she got to go on a car ride with you <laughs> in a cemetery. Yeah. You drove through the cemetery. You went through the cemetery. She was yeah, so, was so excited. exciting. Oh, to get to Conwell. Yeah, to get to Conwell. Yes. We went the back way. Yes. I like the back way. Well, it's just the back, back way. way. The back it's way is good. People, amazing. So it you, is here in Provincetown, it is, uh, the very famous carnival week. Yes. So, so I'm not going into town at all. You? Don't. Ever. Well, no. I don't, right. Unless I have to go do a show, and then I quickly come back. I have a reservation this evening at June that we made a while ago, mm-hmm. and we have to cancel it. Why? Because we have guests, oh. and we're having a barbecue. Oh, uh, Milagro? Milagros And her um, wife, Aram. Uh-huh. And their daughter, Pilar. Mm-hmm. And then we also have our friend Julie Goodrich and Julie. her daughter Annie. Who is coming so tall over. and yes. has grown to be yes. such a gal. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then we have our friends Robin and Luann. Robin, mm-hmm. Peter, Paul, Luann Kemp. Mm-hmm. I mean, Luann, Peter, Paul, Robin Kemp. Luann just had a 60th birthday. Yes, we yeah. had her 60th birthday last night. Then we have their and friends. Then, and they're two of their friends. Will you be doing the grilling? Will you be in I will, yes, I do the, um, yes, I do cook, and um, as much as you probably are going to be like, 
there better be someone there with her because if she grills like she does this if, fucking microphone. I was going to say that. Just check the right. propane before you <laughs> yeah. kick it in. No, I, I, that would be Elisa. Absolutely no Jamie, right. No Jamie, Kate, no I already Jamie, asked no her that about Even though I times. made her hot dogs mm-hmm. the other night uh, and I, everything was fine. Yeah. You might have used the last up. Right. And you said you're not Jewish. I am not Jewish. But that as is you know, the most Jewy comments. <laughs> However, let's remember that I've always felt that Jews are co-Catholics. Catholics are co-Jews. Well, I would think that's mm. very true. I grew up next to the DiCivinos and Antonellis. Mm-hmm. And my mother well, here you go. Send mass cards to them. and Jew, Co-Jews, co-Catholic. What yeah. goes around comes around. Where they meet, that's Italian. Mm-hmm. Right there. There you are. There's your neighborhood. That was me taking a sip of water. Now, um, so... How long does a your, podcast last? Oh, uh, this is going for days. What, day, what time do you have to be a coroner? I, I think I just went through menopause. Uh, I'm not sure. But, okay. It's okay if they laugh at me, Judy. All right. Um, so, you and we also mentioned your father was quiet, your mother was strong. Um, but we didn't mention that you had a big crush on Mrs. Hardigan, your neighbor. Oh my God. We're at deep dish here. Yeah. I did. Yeah. So I do good research, baby. Wow. Who did you talk to? No one. I, I read. You did? Yes. So Mrs. Hardigan was your mother's friend. Yes. Next door. Mm -hmm. Tell me about Mrs. Hardigan. (laughs) In her cardigan. (laughs) Oh my God. She was so fancy. She was, uh, she was, gave double knits. A reason to live. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was just, she was mm. very fancy. We were not incredibly fancy, but adequate, you know. Mm-hmm. But she just had style. I thought she was absolutely dreamy. Where was Miss Hardigan from? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. I didn't care. Did, did she didn't... ever perform in the show Annie? She did not. <laughs> she did not. That's a Miss Hannigan. Joke. I got okay. But you know what? You just you laugh know? at Kate's jokes, and that's fine. <laughs> you don't have to laugh at my jokes. No, just but laugh at Kate's jokes. I just want to hear more about Miss Miss the neighbor. And I right. know who is Duggar. Duggar, the Duggars. <laughs> they have you know, know nineteen kids, and then he was on the porn site, and he molested some of the kids. I have no idea. I don't follow. The, I have. I get a people. Mess. Okay. Okay. I'm telling you right now. Okay. Um. I mean, okay. I don't get the Kardashian either. I don't, I haven't really ever seen a Kardashian except an errant butt shot. Really? Yeah, I don't have no idea. Mm. I'm NPR. I'm. Okay, great. I'm NPR know. too, but the Duggars, when? 19. Ki- when do you have time to be a, a Duggar person? Okay, I hate them so much. You have to follow them. That the fact that I got so aggravated that they have a show. They have a show. Put your mic up. They have a show. Yeah. They have a show, uh, 19 Kids and Counting. Mm-hmm. And did they have them or did they adopt she them? She had all she of had them. them. Okay. The fact that I'm explaining the Duggars is hilarious to me. She had them. They've had a show on did TLC. Did you get a shot of my face? Oh, exactly. Yes. yes. Really? <laughs> okay. So she had 19 kids and yeah. they've been all over. Um... Hold on. They've been all over. Uh, they used to be on the Today Show a lot because they were on an NBC-affiliated Because network. they had all those kids? And it was right, so they had the show. So you know, like they had the, the show about the, um, the sisters, oh. sister wives. 
Yes. So it's another one of those shows. Okay. Same network, okay. I think. I'm not sure. Okay. Oh, shit. I can't move my leg. Anyway, so... Has it gone to sleep or do you... No, because it, 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 it makes the thing okay. go... Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, they are the I'm Christian, and he's and you know the the husband is 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 getting involved politically, and they're so anti-gay. And the son, the eldest son, mm-hmm. uh, who now has three kids, they're all they've homeschooled. It's a whole TV show, right? He are they uh, Mormons? No, he no. they're those. Fucked up Christian. He is head of the Family Research Council. He worked at the... So that's why I was obsessed with how much I fucking hate them. He just was... uh, um, They just discovered he had molested a couple of his little sisters and a friend, a couple of friends... And, you know, he's so anti-gay and he's been on porno sites. Shocking. This is the head of the family research Mm -hmm. council. They're so anti-gay. That's why I fucking hate them. So anyway, uh, they have 19 kids. So that's why I was saying your mother wanted to be. I'm going to go back to the look. Okay, here's the look. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay so when you guys have to go on our Facebook page, my Judy Gold Facebook page, um, you'll see my astonished you'll face. You'll see the astonished face of Caitlin. Um, you liked being Catholic. Um, I didn't like that the boys were in charge and that my brothers got to be altar boys and basically, and they never could learn the Latin, and I could say the Mass in Latin. Right. And be like, oh, for God's sakes. Because do you think you're the smartest child in your family, most intelligent? Or is it because you have an open mind? Go. Uh, open mind. Do you think they're as smart as you, but that they don't want to know? Oh, I, I think they're they're very open-minded, actually. And oh. we've done a lot of work, but they're... they're I well, mean, I know that initially... Uh, when you came out, your elder brother, mm-hmm. eldest mm-hmm. brother, was mm-hmm. not happy about it. No, he wasn't. He's very, very came from a. He was actually in the seminary studying to be a priest for eight years. He left, and he fell in love, which I was so happy with. About. Whom? A lovely, beautiful woman. So you don't think there's any gay in him? I don't. I don't think so. I think mm-hmm. he's pretty. I do. No. Okay. Um, I'm kidding. Okay. You were prom queen. Uh huh. You were homecoming queen. Yes. You were on the basketball team. I was. Pre-Title Nine. Mm-hmm. And you said that, who did you get to play basketball with? I played with? basketball with Bob Cousy, the Syracuse Nats, mm-hmm. who were that before they moved to the Philadelphia 76ers. And we used to practice in the War Memorial. Was that your stomach? Yeah, sorry. That's okay. I love That's you. That's great. Go ahead. <laughs> nice. Kind of a... Yes, it sounded like funny. I told the story yeah. and somebody went, oh. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> She's so nice. Yeah. Well, I, empathetic. I think that we've heard this story, but... Right. I, <laughs> we heard it. Melissa, <laughs> but the card wasn't on. Oh, uh, right. Okay. okay. I'm sorry. So we tell us about your basketball. <laughs> we, this is a redo, ladies and gentlemen, because the fucking card well, wasn't on. tell me? I just thought, oh, she has no memory of what we did. She's... Let's tell them, Elisa. And you know what's funny? She's a therapist, and um, she's such a good listener. I want to say that. I used to go to a therapist, and about two years in, I realized that during therapy, she ate her entire lunch. She ate during her therapy session? No way. She brought food in? I don't even let my students bring food. And it was. It was not until I talked to a friend of mine who was also going to that therapist that I realized she had been eating her lunch. My friend said, 
do you notice that she eats her entire lunch during your session? I went, oh my God, you're right. I have never really Wait, seen it. So did she, I hope she went at the same time as you. No, no. It was a, it was another day about that time. Another but same, same time of day. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes. Because otherwise that means she's eating at every fucking <laughs> session. Was she fat? She was, um, she was kind of, well, she's sad a lot. Let's just say that. <laughs> a lot. So... I ended G- up her. I suggested Weight Watchers to her. Really? Yeah. You, you're a big Weight Watchers. I'm a total Weight Watchers. Uh, Should we chow down on a sandwich? Or like what? a sandwich, an apple. <laughs> while you're, oh, while you're I'm, talking I'm like about your... I'm figuring it out. You know, wow. wow. This boring no. childhood I just told you about. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say something, though? What? <laughs> How many years did you go to her before you... About two and a half, I think. Uh-huh. I didn't hear, okay, because I was no, looking I didn't at the say. thing. I didn't say. Um, was she Jewish? She, yes, on the Cape. A Jew on the Cape? I know, alone. And, and, yeah. Eating lunch. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> was it the same? Anyway, um, <laughs> all right. So, you know, I am obsessed with the, a little bit, with the kids who were popular in high school. I was very bullied. And I was not popular, mm-hmm. and I had elderly parents, mm-hmm. and I was very tall, um, and my listeners, of course, know this, uh, but I dreaded going to school, because they would just pick on me. I'm so sorry. Thank you. And then when I went to college, um, my um, uh, my uh, guidance counselor had to come over the night before because I was so afraid that mm. I would be living in a dorm and that if I left my room to go to the bathroom or something, they would be calling me names, which didn't happen, mm-hmm. thank God. But you were so fucking popular. And so many comedians, I mean, I know you have the Leslie thing and you have a lot of things, but so many comedians were shunned in school. And you're like more outcast. But do you think that you're happier because you had such a? I think I was not. I know I was not bullied. Right. And I did not bully. That right would be, it would be wrong. And I would be so embarrassed about it. But right. I didn't because I. Do you think Donald Trump was bullied? Um, I bet he was hazed a lot in his public school. Right. Yeah. In the public school. That and, I'm sorry. To... In his private school. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I hate him so much. I hate him so much. I hate him so much. So, all right. So you're, um, so here you are, you're this gay kid. You're a little, you think you're going to just be alone for the rest of your mm-hmm. life because there was nothing for no. you. There were no, like, you know, I, these kids these days with the, you know, cause they had, um, uh, what was the show that, uh, and it's time to be old and not remember anything, <laughs> anything with the gay character, you know, with the gay best friend and, um, Max Munchnik wrote the fucking show. I don't know. Not soap. Soap did have the gay character, right? but I'm talking about beaver. Um, Leave it to beaver. No. Um, the mon they're not moderately. No. Well, before the, <laughs> with the redhead and the, I'm sure everyone who's listening to this is fucking screaming the name of the show. Yeah. You know, call with, in to give, there's a huge, yeah, call in I right now. Know. You know, who, um, Deborah Messing. Yes. 
was in it. Oh, Will and Grace? Yes, Will and Grace. Oh, oh, on that. Will and Grace. You get a, you get a prize. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Okay, yeah, so Will and Grace. I mean, so these kids, yeah. these kids had, you know, we what lacked, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had Liberace. Um, Charles Mason Riley. Darlene and the Musketeers. Yes, Darlene. And Punicello getting breasts. Yeah. Mm. Really exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The Brady Bunch. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's amazing how the world, I mean, the world has fucking changed a lot and it still has a long way to go. Long way to go. So you didn't come out to, until you were 31. 28. Oh, well, to shit. My, uh, but good work. But out to myself then, probably, and then 31. What, 31, you came out to your father. You were 31 yeah. years old. It was 1978. Mm-hmm. And you didn't come out to your mother because she had Parkinson's and you thought it would be too cruel. Right. And she couldn't talk. Um, and we would have talked. Right. And that wouldn't be fair to her right. to be able to not. Right. Do you, what do you think she would have... I think she was very, very Catholic and worried mostly that I wasn't going to ch- church. I wasn't going to mass. Right. She told me that I was going to go. She was very sad to tell me that I was going to go to hell. Right. And I said, what kind of God would do that? Right. You know, I mean, I'm a good person. I take care well, of my friends. So, all right. And, and you Wait, know, this is important. Darling, that's not how you co-host. I put, put in little things. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> All right, There's also a Chiron running, but yeah. it's radio. Um, <laughs> you know, so, uh, so I, she w- she would have been. I think she would have been upset, but we would have gotten through it. Right. And when I talked to neighbors, friends that had, did you ever tell Miss Hardigan? They had left. They had left. Um, I think they had left like, when I was like. I don't know, maybe 11, like when I was in junior or oh, middle okay. school. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, I think we would have talked. And the thing was that they also told me, don't tell dad it would kill him. Right. And so, which I always thought. Who's was they? Your siblings? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that really that made me think, wow, that is powerful. We should do it. Because this was during Reagan. I used to right. think I would go stand up and say I'm a lesbian and see if it would kill him. Right. Just like, that would have been good. And it would be like, if it's that powerful, yeah. let's use it. I felt right. Um, but in fact, I told my dad, all he said was, I just want you to be happy and I want you to have health insurance. That was Aww. the end. Okay. He's Jewish yes. because I Jewish always have response. to have health insurance. You always. Always. So oh yeah. Sweet. That is a very response. Like when I started doing stand up, I worked during the day I bartered. I was a typesetter mm-hmm. and I bartered at a company. I worked the amount of hours I needed to be on their health care yep. plan. Yep. Mm-hmm. Because health insurance, as you know, mm-hmm. Obamacare, mm-hmm. it's very important. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, But your dad agreed not to tell your mom. But she had passed by then. Oh, oh. Yeah. How old were you when your mother died? Um, I think I was just 30. Right. Ooh. That's Young. just horrible. Horrible. No, I was older. Um, I can't do the math, yeah. but it was sad. But yeah. she had Parkinson's and right. suffered, and it was like, ugh, enough. I know, right? That's why I hated Reagan, because he did not allow stem cell research. Stem cell research, right. yes. And, and then exactly. she, Nancy, yeah. after he died of the Alzheimer's, right. decides that she's going to raise money for stem cell yeah. research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then... Um, Thank you very much. And then Hillary is going to say at Nancy's funeral mm-hmm. that uh, George Bush helped with the stem cell research, and he didn't, mm-hmm. and then she gets vilified because she has a vagina. Mm-hmm. So... Um, exactly. 
you came out to your father, you came out and you know, I, 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 you know, I've always admired you. Well, first of all, you were an English teacher and your vocabulary is beyond belief. You have an incredible grasp. And I'm not afraid to use it. That is correct. That is a thing. The other day I said in the cabaret room at the crown and anchor, Mm -hmm. I said apotheosis. Mm -hmm. The wall shook. It was amazing. Mm. How many people knew what apotheosis? Meant? I could see some phones light up googling, right? <laughs> but they didn't seem to know how to spell it, right? So there was a, a little chatting. P. Mm-hmm. O. Yes. T H. Mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. O. Mm-hmm. S I S. But I think it's E O S I S. So it's a Greek word. It's a Greek word. And, um, does it relate to a thesis? Would you like me to repeat the sentence? Yes. Go. (laughs) Go, go. I used apotheosis in the cabaret room. (laughs) Would you like me to peel you a grape? Okay. I think so. But let's move on. Because at home they're thinking... No, they're thinking, I wish I want to pull my car over and look up what fucking apotheos. Hey, everybody. You know I'd get myself on the show again somehow. I know y'all miss me. Actually, don't respond to that. I miss you guys. I love you guys. Um, You don't have to say it back. Uh, If you don't know who this is, this is Hennessy here, uh, Judy's co-host, not the host. It's her show, obviously. And her sponsor this week is Mac Weldon. But guess what? I get to benefit from her sponsor. So rock on for me. In fact, I am washing a bunch of my sweaty ass Mac Weldon gear right now. You can go to judygold.com slash Mac. If you use code KILLME, they'll give you 20% off and uh, money back guarantee. If you don't like the clothes, you can send them back and get your money back. You're going to love these clothes. I use them for exercise. I use them to go out. They make me look strong, stronger than I am, which isn't the strongest in the world. But this is not bad. They accentuate my good parts and uh, they don't accentuate my negative parts. You know what I mean? Um, Men are self-conscious about their bodies too. It's good for men. It's good for women. It's good for feminine men and women. It's good for tomboys, tom girls, and everything in between. This stuff is activewear you can wear on a daily, uh, whether you're being active or not. Check out MacWeldon.com. Take advantage of their 20% off because this is an incredible company. Really, really good price stuff. Really quality clothes. They're a huge supporter of Kill Me Now and of Judy. And your support to them really helps us out. So thanks once again. Thanks for subscribing to us on iTunes, throwing us a good rating. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of your episode. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Do you think you were a good teacher? You are very patient and funny. Were you funny as a teacher? I was very funny as a teacher. And what but grade? I, and I High school, right? 11th and 12th grade. Yeah. Tough crowd. Very they, tough crowd. What books back. did you make them read? Um, we read, uh, it depended. I mean, over the, I taught for eight years. I think we read Shakespeare. We mm-hmm. read Macbeth. Mm. And I had them illustrate the plot structure of um, using a mobile, the plot structure of uh, Macbeth. And some of the boys from shop made a, um, a beautiful mobile that hung over a kid's head. And the... You know, the main scene was the killing 
And mm. so there was a, I looked up and there was a dagger hanging <laughs> over a kid's head on the, uh, on this um, hanger. And they, they had taped little red construction mm. blood drops, which I thought was very effective. But I remember saying to the kid, Jim, um, just slowly, not real fast, just scooch your desk over a little bit. <laughs> Case. Just in case, yeah. So wait, what did Jim get on project? the project? Jim, I, it wasn't his project. No, I think he was the, actually that might have been some very subtle bullying, right? That I didn't yeah. realize. Pick up on it. Oh. Yeah. Um, no, I love to teach. And, and did I, you? And you? Did the kids would come back and visit you after? Uh huh. I saw this summer in Provincetown a kid who is now forty-two. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that I had the last year I taught in nineteen seventy. Is he a gay? He's a gay who is. Just came out two years ago. Wow! Ew, really? Know, That's know. so sad. I know, but it's like it was a draw. It was a, a very working class Italian right, right, family right. that had a business, and he mm. just couldn't get out of it. Right, right. Mm. And he did, he finally did. That's it. And wow, his parents are wonderful and supportive, and his he's very sad. His kids aren't talking to them. I said, but they'll they they'll will. Get over it. And I said, around. enjoy it actually. Exactly. They're shunning. Mm-hmm. I mean, hello. Yeah, mm-hmm. so annoying. Yeah. Um, Pretty soon they'll think you're cool. It'll be forever. First stand-up comedy mm-hmm. night of your life. Syracuse, New York. Uh-huh. Um, the Ms. Adventure mm. Club. Mm-hmm. And Is this a lesbo bar? It was a women's club. Wink, mm. wink, uh-huh. nudge, nudge, uh-huh. if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I had um, done... I had been talking about wanting to try stand-up comedy and right. for too long, and a best friend of mine called me up and she said, I booked you in a club, you're on in a month. I don't want to hear anything more about it. And we hung up a poster in the bar, mm-hmm. and about 120 of my closest friends came, mm-hmm. and I did a 33-minute show. Wow, that's wow. a long time. I know, but you know, I didn't know any better. When I first started, my, my booker, she had been in a women's band, and for 10 years, and the band broke up. She said, I'll book you for the summer. I said, okay, that's great. And then I said, how long should a show be? And she said, well, I guess you should do 45 minutes. We'll take a break, and then you'll come back and do 45. And what? that's how I started. Because, because that's like how bands music. were. It was a music thing. Yeah. And then, so you, because wow, you are one of the very few comedians who rewrites your hour every summer, mm-hmm. which is... Do you ever repeat anything? Some golden oldies pop up, right? Without the I'm... big buildup, it's just right. like a, a line, you know. It's like right. a fave, right? So, how how much work does that? Because it's look, you're in New York part of the time. Mm-hmm. You're here. Mm-hmm. When you're here, you it's not like you can get on stage and try ten minutes out. You know, one night somewhere, right? Uh, so how how do you work on that hour? You know, I actually, the, you mentioned my vlogs, my video yes, vlogs. Yes, video blogs are hilarious. They're very good. They're good practice. Right. They're, um, uh, because I'm very, I'm still very much of a teacher, so if you saw my routine, it is like a lesson plan of what I'm right. going to do. And so, and I can kind of, I can get locked into that, but what the vlog has done is I have like three words, and that's, I don't make any other note, and I just keep 
doing it and they're like a minute and a 30 seconds they're, long. Yeah, they're almost two minutes. Almost they're two minutes. Great. So they're, I just keep doing it. So it's like that kind of practice very often. I'll find out what I do on a Thursday for a video blog. I will use that night in the show. Yes, I have a sense yes, of it. That's excellent. I do. I have little, I have a music stand Yeah. Uh, on stage with me and I just have one word. Wow. Because well, I'm working on my act. I know this is going to be shocking to everyone here that my new act this summer is about everyone I hate. <laughs> so, <laughs> I had to really work on getting that information you know, out of myself. A couple of years, yeah. really, to even amass that. Yeah, that you, you know me. You I'm know. just because I'm so yeah. loving. Probably some anonymous people. <laughs> um, because you yes. Fill time. I um, need a whole hour. I hate Jill. And you don't even know Jill. Right. You just do a whole thing, thing about Jill Jill-ness. and what an asshole yes. Jill is. <laughs> like Jill Stein. You know what I hate about her? Exactly. She's insane. What about Jill Stein, whatever Jill the fuck Stein. her name is? It's completely crazy. Yeah. And she's now dissing Hillary. Jill, yeah, shut I the know. fuck she up. Is. But, yeah. All right. <sighs> what, um, as a cat, so you come out and you're a less, you, I've always, I came out, uh, with, as a stand-up, mm-hmm. and I didn't have any lesbo material. I was in a relationship. Wasn't I? Just wanted to be a comic. I right. didn't, you know. But you came out as a lesbian comic. Like you never. That moniker was never something negative to you. Mm-hmm. And I've always said I'm a comic. I happen to be a lesbian. Mm-hmm. How did that affect your career? And did you ever think God? No, I don't think you ever. You never thought God. No, no you're, you were. I mean, you know, stupidity is sometimes good. Some of my friends thought saying you're a lesbian comic is like a, like a sophisticated career death wish. Right. But, uh, it was not. It was something I was. I was coming out. I was interested in talking about it. There was mm. plenty to talk about. And if you thought that you had to write ninety minutes for a ninety-minute show, of course. Show, what are you going to lie? You know, then yeah. you know, then you do the intricacies of, of lesbian softball. Mm-hmm. You know, and all of that. And there was plenty to talk about. Right. Um, and oddly enough, because I did call myself a lesbian comic, it was like no one else was saying it. And I did do a lot of like that drive-time radio. Let's right. talk to the little lady that says she's you know a lesbian. Yeah. Right. I did, um, I did, one time I did Geralda Rivera, and it was about lesbian comics. Mm-hmm. The title was Lesbian Comics. and they I, Was it only you? No, it was like me and maybe Suzanne. Mm-hmm. You know, Offer, yeah. two, two or three others. And maybe Marga. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Marga Gomez. Yeah. So at some point he says to us, and somebody in the audience stood up and said, you know, if you weren't a lesbian, you wouldn't even be on this show. And And then I said, well... It's a topic was lesbian comics. That's why we're here. Right. And he said, but he did that, you know, the devil's advocate thing. He said, well, yes, why are you here? And I said, I looked at him and I said, we were told we were going to meet Connie Chung. Perfect. I fucking love that. It was great. They must have laughed. Oh my god. (laughs) You. um, It's like they had bust in this church group though to yell at the lesbians. It was. But who was out? Awful. At the time, so you're. I think what Leah Leah was. Leah. Yeah. 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 But wait, you. What? What? How old were you when you did your first set? Um, eighty-one. Nineteen. So I was. Older, younger, six, thirty-five, thirty-four, thirty-four. Yeah. I saw you at the bottom line, maybe in 82, wow. 80, yeah, yeah. With all the, oh, fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And so what else did you want to tell her, Alisa? What? Which one? 
Oh, in the Michigan Women's Music yeah. Festival? Yeah. Yeah, I did that. Yeah. yeah. In 80, So you're doing your set. You're doing your, you know, so you're pretty much prepared. You could work any club because, you know, it takes years to be able to first you MC, then you middle, mm-hmm. then you, you know, but you're, you're writing these long, <laughs> great. You know. And I came at the end of the flowering of the women's music. Circuit, right. Which had, you know, there were women producers everywhere. There was a very active, uh, women's, uh, re- music, Industry. Mm-hmm. I mean, I came into that, that sort of the end of that. So there, I played in like my, what you did in a comedy club. I was like, I was in the basement of the Unitarian Church, right? Two two times, and then right. the next time they're like, we're going to put you upstairs, right? You know, it was like that, and then then I would That's do lovely. a theater, right? You know, and but they were producers that did it. They took it very seriously. They did big outreach. I mean. I used to do Sanders Hall in Boston. And wow. There would be 2,000 people there, 2,000 women. Insane. So I, so I came, you know, fr- you know, like, do you know Valerie Bromfield? You know of that? course. Valerie Val and, and, and Lois. Yes. Lois and I wrote a sitcom that's so fucking hilarious oh. called, if you, um, okay. and you thought you had problems. Yeah. And it's so funny. But yeah, she of course, Val, Val's gone. She's a therapist now. Yeah, but she's yeah. now at Smith. She, she was, is? She was in she? Uh, Nashville, and now she's working up at... Um, oh, I love yeah, Val yeah. So, so much. But she said she would be scared doing material in front of lesbians. And I was like, God, that's that's where I started. She right. was like, wow, I should do that. What do you think of the notion that lesbians have no sense of humor? Um, I think that somebody really got... Uh, they felt very left out. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably a guy in another room. Lesbians were in the kitchen howling, laughing, sliding down the refrigerator, weeping, crying. He felt left out and he said, lesbians have no sense of humor. Starting Mm. to get that around. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And do you know who that man is? Uh, It was not Bob. No, not Bob Smith. Not Bob Smith. Bob Smith, our friend Bob Smith, loves lesbians. Yes, Yes, he is. He knows more about lesbian culture than many of us. Yes. Um, You Now, you became sober at what age? Um... Let's see. I became sober at... I've been sober now since 1990. Um, I, so I did when I was like 28 years. So so. did you ever do stand-up compromised on alcohol? No, I did not. Yeah, I me, did, me neither. I did have hangovers, and it would be like, oh, God, please don't right. crap. Did yeah, you, it would be painful. Did you <laughs> drink a lot? I never could drink enough. Right. So, and it just was like, it wasn't like it, you know, it wasn't a big, big car wreck. Right. God kind of thing. It was just enough for me. I mean, it was just like depressing. Right. Right. And I just feel better not. Mm -hmm. Right. What are you looking at me for? I had three glasses of wine. She's like, last night we get home. She goes, when you want that other glass of wine, that's when you say no. The first drink gets you drunk. Right, right. So I had a friend who would buy two drinks and drink the second one. <laughs> exactly. That's, good. That's funny. That's good. I like that. Yeah, we, there were a lot of suggestions. Um, you have, you've, some of the things that you have said are beyond brilliant, but also, you know, I think we agree that, you know, a lot of your philosophies are. I totally am on board with. Mm-hmm. And I have always felt that humor will change the world. And it's the only way to make a subversive, 
point palatable for mm-hmm. a lot of people. That you have a microphone and you can actually change someone's minds. Mm-hmm. So when I came out, um, and I was talking about, I came out basically as a gay mother because I was like, oh, uh, you know, I can't just be gay in Provincetown <laughs> and I have kids. And what do they think? You know, right. they're going to think, oh, is there something wrong? So I didn't come out till the mid 90s. But yeah, it's so many people, like I remember doing a thing in Houston and some guys like, he was in the army or something and he was like, you know, and you were talking about your kids and your family and I see now why gay people should be able to get married. And, Mm -hmm. and that, those are the kind of things that, and you've done that for so many, for, for thousands of women. And I just have to say thank you for that. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I mean, you're, you're you're a legend. I mean, (laughs) You. It was very timely because I've been talking about my archives, and as far as I'm concerned, I should just burn them. No, I know. No. And I was with a, a woman last night that I just met, and she said, "You know, Did you I was." I'm kidding. <laughs> I, she said I was married. I was living in Denver, right. and I just and I had kids. And she said, and I started to think maybe I'm a lesbian. And she said, and I came to a show of yours, and I thought this is possible. And I thought, mm-hmm. I can't get rid of my heart. No, you no. can't. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I did 25 Questions for a Jewish Mother, which was based Brilliant. on... Brilliant. Oh, wonderful. thank you. Wonderful. That show, so many religious Jews came to that show with their parents mm-hmm. and then came out to their parents Fabulous. afterwards because... And realized, oh, I can still be Jewish mm-hmm. and be gay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is... I mean, because you are... A, you love faith. You You think of sort of your work as a religion sort of, mm-hmm. you know, that, and the thing you said, once said something that, um, stereotypes are short for identification purposes. Mm-hmm. And that is exactly like, that is such an, a, a fucking amazing way to look at stereotypes. Yeah. We, we want to be known in our fullness. Right. You want to, you want to be known as Judy. Right. People are busy. Right. So they're like, yeah, she's Jewish. She's a mother. She's that, but it's like, we don't, it's just a shorthand. Right. I love that. Thank you. Shorthand. Stereotypes are shorthand for identification. I forgot to write the hand. (laughs) Cause I'm an asshole, a big fat asshole. Um, This year, uh, Carnival uh, mm-hmm. is, is on Thursday yeah. um, here in Provincetown, and the theme is the 80s. <laughs> and as you mentioned on your blog, blog mm-hmm. um, when you think of the 80s, you think of AIDS and the Reagans. Good times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what will you be, um, you know... <laughs> I'll be at the dressing as or I'll be at the beach. It's a great time to go to the beach. I know. It's <laughs> at the beach. That's fucking great. Let's go to the beach. We should get a bonfire pass for Thursday. Yeah, it's a perfect time. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, you looked or, at me and like I felt like you loved what? me when you smiled. Uh-huh. And well, that was feel like I was that. burping. Okay. Oh, okay. No, uh, well, actually, uh, or someday I think you just stay home mm-hmm. and let your partner throw beads at your head. <laughs> That's a great idea. Um, Grapes, beads, and grapes. So, did you date a lot? Like, so you're a comic. You're the first lesbo out, really. 
really out lesbo, did you have women all over you? you Someone's know, coming down the stairs. I, I would be the last to know. Really? Yeah, I really, I mean, my dear partner will say, hey, just, we're coming on to, and I go, really? No, I have no idea. Okay, that's the same as me. And Elisa is so jealous. That's true. She is the most jealous human being. No, admit it. I get a little jealous. A little? To the point where, you know, I go, I get seated next to someone at an event. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't do the event, mm-hmm. and I'm seated next to someone, and I go, "Hi, I'm Judy. What do you fuck her? What do you fuck her, Judy? <laughs> okay? Yes, exactly. Oh, oh, did you make friends with your little neighbor over there? This is what I have to fucking listen to. Not exactly. Elisa, admit it. No, darling. Oh, yes, oh, darling. No, it isn't. Okay, Milagros, am I exaggerating? I'm not getting it back. I'm not getting it back. Are you staying with him? Yeah. 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 You probably have to pick yeah. your shoes there. Um, exactly. <laughs> so you meet, uh. <laughs> you meet Irvashi, mm-hmm. um, your partner, who is beyond accomplished um, and an activist. Mm-hmm. Uh, you are two of the strongest, most, um, I would say self-reliant, but also I would say that you are both you both have changed the world in, you know, mm-hmm. she was the head of GLAAD. No, she uh, um, um, uh, the task force. Yeah. Sorry. Um, <laughs> GLAAD is now all men. Um, but oh, I'm glad. GLAAD. I'm yeah. glad. GLAAD's a lot of, there's a lot of guys. Um, but, uh, I, but I love GLAAD. Great. But they were the head, she was the head of the gay and lesbian task force. Mm-hmm. You are this major active. So, you you went to some sort of lecture, conference, right? A conference. A conference. And you were fu- wanted to kill yourself mm-hmm. because everyone was just talking and talking. <laughs> and Irvashi got up and said, I have three points that I want to make. And then she made the three points. And you got wet in your vagina. Because of the three fingers. Right. That was really true. Really true. Really true. Someone who had three points to make and made them and then moved on with yes, her life. It was very exciting. And and I found out later that she when she often says three points, what it means is she has one definitely. Two, maybe a variation. If she doesn't have three, she just restates one. But it sounds great. <laughs> So, did you go up to her and say, I really enjoyed your three fingers? Did you put them inside? She came of me? up to me yeah. and said, You are so handsome. No, she didn't. She did. She did. And I was like, oh, hi. Well, did you know then that someone was coming on to you? I did. That's I very did. good. Okay. That was a very good direct one. Right, right. Very direct. So you said, oh, well, you know, I want to show you my gun. Right? So, all right. So she said, you're handsome. Yeah. And then? I said, who are you? And then it turned out that um, But you was, just saw her, didn't you? Yeah, but I didn't. I mean, well, I was, I was sort of looking for her because a friend of ours had said, when you go to this conference, look for her. So okay. I was like, oh, this one. Okay, I got it. And then our anniversary of when we met and when we did it and when we got married are all on the same day. That was part one of Kate Clinton's episode of Kill Me Now with Judy Gold. Check out part two of Kate Clinton's episode as they continue recording in P-Town with a full media card. Probably my fault. Yeah. Uh-huh.